Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, it's Punchki Day. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Fat Tuesday here in Michigan? No way. It's Punchki Day, a time of celebration for Polish Americans, but it goes beyond the Polish community. Today's festivals include the ever-famous Poonchki, music, and of course vodka too, have been commonplace here locally. How exactly did this tradition snowball its way into what it is now, and what makes a Poonchki a real Poonchki? Why is it not just a donut? I'm Zach Clark. If you are lucky enough to live in Metro Detroit and other areas of Michigan, namely the west side and mid-Michigan, you know exactly what a Poonchki is, or at least the idea, right? Poonchki, which are similar to donuts, but don't you dare call them that. It's deep-fried dough and then filled with fruit or cream filling, covered with powdered sugar or icing, though every person here in southeastern Michigan has a different way of describing the decadent pastry. First time you're tasting one, when you eating food, do you ever dance? Do you? When you eating something? I just did it not too long ago. <laughs> he dances when he eats Poonchki. Heavy, fat, sweet. <laughs> They're good. You know, the old people, they like their prune, <laughs> which, okay, to eat their own, but I guess that's a traditional Polish punchki is the prune. Did you notice that while they were all describing the punchki differently, they all had a big smile on their face while they were doing it? That is pure Michigan. This is not my story to tell, so we have an expert, and then some. My uncle in Buffalo had a bakery my dad was a baker. We owned a bakery on the west side of Detroit. My Uncle Tony had a bakery in Hamtramck. My Uncle Stanley had a bakery uh, around Evergreen and Warren Avenue. That is Renee Applegate, a Detroit native and a retired faculty member of the Michigan State University Extension. In 2012, Renee wrote a paper called Poonchki Day, A Polish Tradition Becomes an American Tradition. The reasoning behind the pastry, that's pretty simple, too. Poonchki Day marks the last day before Lent, which is an important time in the Christian church, especially for Catholics. And we know that a good chunk of the Polish population is Catholic. Tomorrow, the Lenten season will begin with Ash Wednesday, 40 days before Easter Sunday. In observance of Lent, many in the Christian faith will give up something for Lent, something they usually enjoy, a sacrifice. So Renee says things like Poonchki were made on the final day. Not only because Lent was coming, and then that meant they were fasting every day. And so things were down to simple foods. And so they, anything they had in their pantry, they used up that would be rich foods such as eggs, uh, sugar, any spices, 
butter especially, you know. Mm. So those things they said they were not to use for the 40 days of Lent. Now, remember earlier, there was a mention of prune as the original flavor? You know, the old people, they like their prune. (laughs) Renee says there's a reason for that, too, and it's not just because old people like it, but because it was accessible. Remember, going back in time, these would have been made by your average working-class person in Poland, and while the point was to make something sweet and decadent, there were still limitations. It seemed like everybody had a plum tree in their yard, and so they always, you know, dried some of it, canned some of it. That was just something that was typically Polish. Now we get why they make the punchki, but the celebration is far beyond just fried dough. That's also what makes this holiday so special, Fat Tuesday. It's an event. Punchki Day, where it's celebrated, and often we'll have bands that are playing That is Mark Lukowski. Now, Mark is Polish, and he grew up playing Polish music in Metro Detroit in his father's band, Big Daddy Lukowski and his Lottie Daz. Growing up as Mark did, days like today take him back to his youth, like any good holiday would, right? For me, Punchki Day and just kind of what it represents really center on two things, food and music, specifically Polish food and Polish music. And it's a place to eat, it's a place to drink, it's a place to dance, and sometimes doing all three of those things at once. And that's uh, kind of what I associate with uh, Punchki Day. It's a reminder of all those kind of happy memories growing up, going to these polka dances, going to these music festivals. But what has driven its spread in popularity outside places where you're not likely to find a Polish century club? Renee says part of that is certainly the taste, but she also sees it as a shift in where younger people of Polish descent are choosing to live. You know, that was so much a part of my growing up that no matter where we went, that was tradition. Just like any other Polish tradition around Christmas or Easter. So when I moved to Mount Pleasant, there was nothing going on there as far as, um, you know, the Ponski Day or anything like that. But I noticed it trickling in and I thought, well, maybe it's a generational thing. As generations of Poles leave, you know, the middle of the city, they're moved out to the suburb, they might marry somebody who's not Polish. So the next generation would take those into different family settings or different community settings. And, you know, they are so very good. I can see where everybody would want to be part of that tradition. Americans, they like their sweets and I mean, the punchki with all the eggs and the butter and the frying and the filling, who could resist? With all of this knowledge and experience both Renee and Mark have, they must have feelings in the pastry itself, right? Oh, you betcha. The original ones that my dad made were traditional, were the raspberry and the prune. So I like both of them, but raspberry's my favorite. And then do you prefer the powder or the glaze on top? When I was a kid, I would take a bite of a punchki, and I don't know if I would breathe in, but if it was powdered, I would, uh, it would make me cough. So I would go with the glaze. You want to stick with a Polish bakery or another Eastern European bakery. It comes down to me, size, texture, and if it's a fresh punchki, because if it's, it's warm and fresh out of the fryer, it's going to be the better. You know, I like the fruit filling.
The goal of today was to figure out why Poonchki became a tradition and why they continue to get more popular over time. It turns out the answer was never really a mystery at all. Poonchki reminds us of home. Whether home is Poland or Hamtramck or wherever you remember spending time with those you love, the Poonchki will always take you there in one bite. And yeah, it tastes like heaven too. That certainly helps. Thanks to WWJ reporter Charlie Langton for his person on the street interviews. And thanks to former Michigan State University Extension faculty member Renee Applegate, whose paper on Poonchki helped me shape this podcast. Renee shared her personal stories with me, as did Mark Lukowski, and for that, I am grateful. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. From Renee and myself, Happy Poonchki Day. Happy Poonchki Day. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.